0: They tell us the truth, right? Not so fast. Today you learn one specific and truly heinous way that the government lies to you about the economy and how it can be a disaster for your finances. It's time to put your big boy or big girl pants on, folks, because it's about to get ugly. I'm Brian Ellis. This is Episode 117.
1: You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record
0: for savvy, self directed investors like you. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark, my friends. Actually, it's Washington, D.C., where the foul stench originates, and it gets stinkier on the first Friday of each month when the feds release new stats about unemployment in the United States. We're not going to talk about statistics and computation and that sort of thing today, but I am going to tell you about the reality of willful deceit from the government and why it's so important for you as a self directed investor. This is a rubber meets the road kind of episode, folks. Let's imagine for a moment you're evaluating an investment. Maybe it's stock in a construction company or a consumer electronics maker. Maybe it's a rental property in the heartland or even the formation of your own business. doesn't really matter. Whatever the case, your investment ultimately relies on one thing for success – Customers, and not just customers, customers who have the wherewithal to spend money and to buy, buy, buy. And by and large, that relies on one thing a well employed populace. Whether there are able to buy customers in the world isn't something that's merely nice to know, it's critical. And of course, the government very helpfully provides information about the unemployment rate in this country on the first Friday of each month. The last such announcement was for the month of July when the national unemployment rate was at 5.3%, about the lowest of the entire Obama presidency. But my friends, something is really wrong. Do you know anyone who's unemployed? I do. Do you know anyone who's been unemployed for a really long time? Again, I do too. In fact, while there are fewer unemployed right now than at the height of the economic collapse, anecdotally, it still seems to me like there are a whole lot of able-bodied people who either aren't working or who are working at menial jobs far below their potential and below their experience level. And there's something else that's totally wrong. The output of this country is barely moving at all. Economic growth in the first quarter of this year didn't even reach 1%, and the second quarter was reported as being strong, even though the growth rate was only about 2%. Folks, it's not good. There's fundamental weakness, but to hear the government say it, everything's hunky-dory. But it's not. And those of us who are self-directed investors simply do not have the option of drinking the Kool-Aid. We, by virtue of acceptance of responsibility for our own financial success, simply must be aware of the reality, despite what Washington, D.C. wants us to believe. So here's a painful example of how they're lying to you. The basic way that unemployment's calculated is by dividing the number of people who are unemployed by the size of the labor force. Simple enough, right? Here's the problem. The Obama administration radically altered the definition of unemployment to make the unemployment rate look much better than it actually is. To me, a person is unemployed if they want a job and they don't have one, but did you know that by Obama's new rules, there are literally millions of people who don't have a job who would be thrilled to have one, but none of them are counted as unemployed, just so that the unemployment rate looks low. It's insanity. It's blatant deception. But that's not where the travesty ends. Do you know who is counted as being employed? Anybody who makes 20 bucks by cutting a neighbor's lawn. Anybody who works for just a few hours a week flipping burgers to make ends meet. Let's dig into this a bit, my friends. Maybe it's okay to count a teenager as employed who's working 15 hours a week at McDonald's. But the feds also count as fully employed the man or woman who was a mid-level executive making hundred and fifty grand a year before they were laid off, and who has taken a part-time job at Mickey D's just to make ends meet until they find a job that's actually suitable. So what we have is a situation where feds don't count people as unemployed who absolutely clearly are. And we have the feds counting people as fully employed who have menial jobs that are quite honestly far below their potential and who are forced to take those jobs because the health of the economy is so poor that the right kind of jobs simply aren't available. Now, we know why this is done. It was the worst kind of electioneering back in 2010, but that doesn't make it better. It makes it worse. Folks, this is a bad situation, and to compound it further, the labor force in America has been shrinking very aggressively, even though our population is growing, such that now the labor force is the same relative size as it was in the late 1970s, when, let's face it, the policies of Jimmy Carter had run this country's economy completely into the ground. Now, all of this sounds like bad news, and you know what? It is bad news. There's no sugarcoating it. But this is why, now more than ever, it's so critical for you to fully embrace core value number one of self-directed investors, to respect your own capital. And how do you do that? By requiring, demanding that every time your investment capital is deployed, it be done with assets that are consistent with the S3 investing criteria of simple, safe, and strong. Yes, you can have all of those elements in place at exactly the same time. One investment can be simple and safe and strong. For example, people will always need housing, so rental property is a fundamentally good idea. But friends, please understand this. Not all rental property opportunities are the same. Each individual opportunity is different and must be evaluated on the merits of the individual opportunity, not simply on the merits of the person who brings the deal to your attention, and not simply on the merits of the fact that rental property is a generally good idea. For example, if you're considering purchasing a rental property, Would it be better to pay full retail value for that property or less than full retail value for that property? Obviously, paying less is better, so you should only look for opportunities to pay less than full retail price. That's safer. It protects your capital better. It just makes more sense. Rental property is one of those investments that makes sense on a really core fundamental level. But the trend I'm seeing right now, my friends, is that very smart people, smart people like you who are very successful in their own fields and have amassed substantial capital, but many of whom have very limited experience as rental property investors. Well, they're being presented with rental property investment opportunities that appear very attractive, but that investors with even a modicum of experience in that asset class would reject outright as too risky. But why don't you just do it better to begin with, my friends? If you've ever bought real estate from a turnkey rental property company, or if you're interested in easily building a cash flow rental portfolio of your own, I'd like to offer you a better way, a way to get into great properties below their real value in areas where there's strong reason to expect future appreciation and using tax-smart strategies that have a wildly positive impact on your bottom line right now, not just after decades of holding on. If that's you, if you've got the capital position and the full intention to build a strong rental portfolio that's totally consistent with the S3 standard of simple, safe, and strong, Stop by SDIradio.com slash guidance to schedule a time for us to talk, and I'll give you some thoughts on building a rental portfolio smartly. No, let's do it better than smartly. Let's do it brilliantly, my friends. Let's make it profitable from day one. Again, that's SDIradio.com guidance to set up a time to discuss this with me. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever.
1: Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis.